Sometimes dinoflagellates need help. There are many incidents where they're in danger and get frightened. When this happens, they have the ability to form a stiff ball and escape to safety by letting their body sink to the bottom of the bay or even the ocean. And they can stay in this state almost indefinitely. Their energy halts, their soft outer shell hardens, and they fall into a sort of hibernation. While many animals do this, especially those who can live in really cold water, they say children have this ability because their smaller bodies can more quickly go into a freezing state. This happened to two-year-old Michelle Funk from Utah, who was pulled out of a freezing creek where she'd been fully underwater for over an hour with no pulse no heartbeat, and fixed, dilated pupils. But before rigor mortis set in, she shocked her doctors. After three hours in this state, little Michelle took a breath. Other than odd stories such as Michelle's, there's little like this rigid state in human experience, except maybe cryonics. That's that almost science fiction technique that was used where a fresh corpse is placed into a cold nitrogen bath. The inventors called suspended animation. Cryonogists believe their purpose is to preserve geniuses. But when it was implemented by the Alcor Corporation, as you can probably imagine, all but one of the preserved geniuses was a man, of course. But who was this woman noble enough to be preserved alongside guys like Walt Disney? It turns out she was one of the corporation's board member's mother, deemed worth preserving by her loving son. However, it's a mystery to this day what happened to her. Why, so soon after she was given the nitrogen bath, was she quickly unfrozen? It turns out, for some reason, she was only frozen from the neck up. And they couldn't determine if her head was cut off before or after she died. So the cryonic practitioners aren't trying to survive longer or in difficult conditions or to pass along stronger or more beautiful genes like the dinoflagellates. They were after immortality. And is a microbe that cell divides immortal? Reptiles, birds, and some mammals do something similar to cryonics. Sometimes when they dive into frigid water or hibernate, they suspend their need for oxygen or use minimal oxygen for only the heart and brain. This is one of the turtle's greatest tricks. The ancient Chinese saw the turtle's ability to slow down its metabolism until an apparent death to be a resurrection. Becoming new again made the turtle a symbol of the beginning of creation, time itself, longevity, and even the origins of writing and wisdom in ancient China. Its interlocking hexagram shell even symbolized a vault to the heavens.
The microbial equivalent trick is to become a cyst. Its glutinous body hardens into a stiff shelter. And like the shell of a turtle, it's made up of those interlocking patterns where each hexagram shape is a little bit different from the others. Lao Tzu, author of the Tao Te Ching, is said to be a descendant of an ancient clan of female priests who read the shells of turtles by burning the interlocking hexagrams until they broke in half, creating three sides that can be read as long or short. This eventually led to the I Ching and tossing of three coins as a method for humans to access the wisdom to their most burning questions. When the artist Susie Surik and her friends looked toward the I Ching on New Year's Eve 2021 for Guidance and Hope, the collaborative coin toss on Zoom revealed both a harmony between lands, society, and its leaders we interpreted this as a nonviolent process in a peaceful transfer of power between the incoming and outgoing president of the United States and the senators of Georgia. But the second toss on New Year's Eve left us guessing about an assassination of the power, followed by a violent end for our leaders. Until seven days later, on the day the Senate was to ratify the election and peaceful transfer of power, the U.S. Capitol was attacked by insurgents, some say led by the outgoing president, leaving five people dead and senators playing a terrifying game of duck and cover in their chamber. So, getting back to the structure of cysts, the Victorian architect John Ruskin might call the hexagon pattern of the turtle shell differentiation. Mathematicians might call it Veroni. In microorganisms, these shapes or plates are called theca. But what's really fascinating is that in each of these examples, they're crooked. And it's because each plate is slightly different and crooked that makes them so strong. No human can manufacture something so strong and so lightweight as one of these exoskeletons, shells, or theca plates on any mass scale in the 20th century. Architecture geniuses from the Renaissance to skyscrapers said buildings like medieval churches were crooked, dumb, and inferior to the perfected straight lines that use more and more dense material to create more and better strength, like steel. These are the same guys who said form following function would set us free with a new harmonious way of living for a democratic society, releasing us from the tyranny of the decorative architecture of the past so that now we could live in harmonious spaces from the former World Trade Center to an Ikea flat pack. But a few years ago, guys in Stuttgart decided to try and build something crooked with differentiation. So they used algorithms to scale up the exoskeleton of a beetle and the code was 3D printed into a pavilion the size of a couple of elephants. 
The printer had six massive robotic swivel arms pivoting around in order to try to really build something crooked, sort of the way nature does. It was so successful, so beautiful, so utopic, both strong and lightweight, that it blew away. The next pavilion was designed with concrete anchors. But the biggest, most famous and macho structure in the world that was built using organic differentiation is the Metropole Parasol in Seville, Spain. From an aerial view, it rips through the urban 20th century messy grid, interrupting the cityscape where the flow of people move not in the usual urban grid, but a gentle curve swaying back and forth, like waves flowing through the Spanish city. But what's really so remarkable about the differential design of the dinoflagellate's external shell that these new architects are mimicking is that these little critters are so Victorian. They truly blow the lid off of the efficiency of 20th century manufacturing and design principles of form and function. And they do it so successfully because they're crooked. Dinoflagellates, even their name conjures decorative frivolity and a bit of wonder. But the single-celled dinoflagellate proocentrum, or the amazing ceratocorus, both with their veroni, hard glutinous outer shelters, are more efficient, using matter more economically, making them a higher order of form and function than the architect geniuses could dream up. Yet remarkably, they're so complex, their crookedness gives them a Victorian decor, and they prove the utopian architects of modernist grids were wrong. Their crooked patterns with more strength, combined with more flexibility, makes dinoflagellates after the sun the metropole parasol of energy sources for all life on Earth. 